You know the feeling when you've had a mask on all day? You try to communicate with people, but you get frustrated, insecure, or discouraged when you can't really understand each other. Or sometimes you get so used to the mask that you forget you're even wearing it until you try to take a sip of your coffee. Even so, when you're a safe distance away from other people, you fling the mask off and breathe a deep, free sigh of relief. Some of these feelings can just as easily describe what it's like to mask our real thoughts and emotions. We might talk to people, but get frustrated, insecure, or discouraged when we don't feel understood. We might hide what we really think and feel until we're alone and feel safe enough to be ourselves, because if people don't know who we really are, they can't hurt us or reject us, right? But when others don't know us, they also can't really love or get close to us. We may have some fears or preconceived notions about how people may view or respond to us, but our minds will never be changed until we say what's on them. And for those of us who get used to hiding what we think and feel, we may even begin to deceive ourselves, forgetting who we really are underneath the mask. God wants to be in a relationship with us where we are completely ourselves. He would much rather us disagree with Him than just comply without meaning it. He knows we will never fully believe or trust Him until we're honest. We can't move forward to who we're meant to be if we aren't first honest about where we're at now. When Jesus tells stories, He's aware of His audience. He knows people who are just going along with religion because they're told to, and He knows people who feel ashamed of who they are and the mistakes they've made. In the parable of the two sons, Jesus tells a story to help us learn what God really thinks about being ourselves. Matthew 21, verse 28 to 29. Tell me what you think about this. There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first son and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. The son answered, I will not go. But later he decided he should go and he went. Having a parent ask you to do something you don't want to do is pretty much a universal experience. Imagine your dad asks you to work on something and you really don't want to. Maybe you have your own plans or maybe you want to just chill and relax. It would be so much easier to just say yes with no intention of doing it because then you wouldn't have to deal with the conflict that's bound to come or feel like you let your dad down or risk changing his perception of you. But though you hate conflict, you decide that faking it would be worse, so you tell your dad what you really think. As you watch your dad go to work in the field by himself, you start thinking. You feel a pang of sadness because of how you treated him. Your dad could really use your help, and it's not like you're doing much anyway. You change your mind and decide to get to work. Matthew 21, verse 30. Then the father went to the other son and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. He answered, Yes, sir, I will go and work but he did not go. Okay, moment of honesty. If you were in this situation, which son would you be? If you're the second son, maybe you really want to please your dad and make him like you. But the truth is, you really don't want to get to work. Maybe you want him off your back and you say yes without any intention of doing anything. Or maybe you say yes telling yourself you'll get around to it later, but keep putting it off until you never do it. These different reasons for saying yes whether it's because you don't like conflict, you're afraid of what your dad thinks, or you have a lot of excuses at the ready, are all just different faces of dishonesty. And the problem with dishonesty is it stops you from having a change of heart, 
you never get to experience the joy of change like the first son did. While you may have avoided conflict temporarily, you will never discover the security that comes from knowing your dad loves you whether you say yes or no. You stay stuck in fear, selfishness, and a superficial relationship with your dad. Jesus is telling this story to religious people who pride themselves on knowing all the right answers, looking good to other people, and following all the rules. They often look down on quote-unquote sinful people whose mistakes are more public than theirs, but Jesus comes to challenge their way of thinking. Matthew 21, verse 31 to 32. Which of the two sons obeyed his father? The Jewish leaders answered, the first son. Jesus said to them, the truth is you are worse than the tax collectors and the prostitutes. In fact, they will enter God's kingdom before you enter. John came showing you the right way to live and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and prostitutes believed John. You saw that happening, but you would not change. You still refused to believe him. How would you feel if you were one of the tax collectors or prostitutes hearing Jesus tell this story? You know you've made mistakes in your past and you've had your fair share of conflict over that. Even so, there's no mask. What you see is what you get. And so when you hear Jesus's message, you feel relieved and excited. You mean God cares about you and all he wants from you is to be yourself with him? This makes you want to change even more so you can be closer to him. Now, how would you feel as one of the religious people listening to this? On paper, your life is perfect. You attend all the right services. You say all the right things that should please God. Shouldn't that be enough? But in all that performance and trying to appear good, you end up missing out on what really matters and what God actually wants from you. Not the right words, but the real you. And on top of that, you end up not even doing what God is asking you to do. If you relate to the religious people in this story, don't worry, you're not alone. Though it's the first step to true change, it can be hard to take off the mask and trust that we will be loved and accepted no matter what's underneath. To help us learn how to work on saying what we really think with God, we have Sophia Superio with us today, who works with college students in a campus ministry here in the Bay Area. Sophia, I know that you grew up going to church since you were in diapers. Was it ever hard for you to really be yourself with God? Tell us a little bit about how you've learned to say what you really think and have seen your relationship with God grow because of that. Yeah, so I grew up in church, but I definitely didn't act like a typical church girl. At church, I purposefully gave off don't look at me or talk to me vibes. In fact, I remember when the sermon started at church, I would go off to the bathroom and text guys at school. I blew off the people that talked to me and thought that all the other church girls around me were fake and that I can never be friends with them. Then someone at church asked me if I wanted to study the Bible. And at first I said, I'll do it when I'm 30, when I'm done partying and hooking up with people. But then she asked me to give it one chance. And I said, okay. But I came in with a plan of telling her at the end of the Bible study that it wasn't working out. And then she read me the scripture, Psalm 27 verse 10, that says that God will never abandon you. And I started crying. The truth was I felt lonely all of the time. I started really wanting a relationship with God and I started being really honest about what I felt and what I thought, even if it wasn't the right response. And I was able to see who God really was. I learned to be honest with God about how insecure I was, how much I really wanted to be close to people, even though I acted like I didn't, and how lonely I was. Being totally transparent in prayer helped me see that God is someone that accepts and cares and wants to know me for me, and that he actually doesn't want me or anyone else to fake it. Thanks, Sophia. 
Let's take some time today to pray to God about what we really think and feel, and then find some scriptures to let God influence the way we think. Even though it can be difficult, it's so refreshing to be able to be ourselves. That wraps up the story for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and leave us a nice review. Have any questions or stories you want to hear? Drop us a line at podcast at deepspirituality.com. 